Network. Sugar, which ends up leading to triggering more hunger signals right after your morning meal. What does that do? Investing, activism, rebuilding America together. This is the Jeff Santos Show. Uh, the final minutes here of the program. Talking with Jerry Austin. We're going to talk a little hoops in a few minutes, but I want to continue on uh, Jerry's thoughts about uh, what this all means, uh, the movement of uh, these young kids, uh, young students, um, and the March for Our Lives that uh, we've been talking about for the most of the show. Let's bring in uh, our uh, good friend John. Again, works at a hospital um, in Minneapolis. Uh, I know we may have a question here before we have to roll on. Uh, go ahead, John, with Jerry Austin. You're next. Yeah, I, I think your point is very well taken that um, this is really something new because, you know, I, I was a young person in, you know, I was 14 in 1968, and I would say entering high school that the uh, people, the youth movement or the protest movement was really very much a college age kind of uh, phenomena that I, I know my cousins were involved with because they were in anywhere from five to ten years older. And um, so it, it's a, you know, this is, I, I think this is something new. And I, I, I hope so because it's very hopeful. It is a very hopeful thing considering what our politics is like right now. And I know Paul Wellstone was supported by a lot of young people, and I was very grateful to live here during his entire time as uh, my senator here. Well said, John. Uh, you know, Jerry, one of the other things that we may have to think about is that, you know, the kids are on their own more than ever before. You know, a lot of them come from single parents, uh, some from no parents at all. So it makes a lot of sense that they're actually taking this at a younger age um, than ever before. I don't know if you throw that into the whole equation. Well, that may be true, but I think you'd find that the Parkland students come from two-parent households. Very true. And have been encouraged by their parents because they were probably involved back in the day in, the, in their own issues. No, I, 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 I agree with you there. You see that. You, I mean, I saw that yesterday with a lot of parents of young children as well uh, that were marching. I, I just think it's a, uh, a fantastic uh, thing, and I just hope that we can see more and more of it. It's, uh, it's, it's really a wonderful thing to see people involved in civil in civic activity. You know, it's something that I know John, as, as, a, as a listener and a caller, that you concern yourself, and Jerry, of course, as, as a consultant and activist for years, um, that you concern yourself for this. Uh, thank you for the call, John, and, and for all, and then, all yeah, of your before ideas. Before we go on, let me make a, a little anecdote about John's call. Um, I was with Paul Wellstone when he won in 1990. And while we were up in sort of the holding room, I went downstairs to the ballroom where all the, the, the volunteers were. And I came upstairs and I said to him, and I said, you're going to go downstairs and be blown away. You can't believe how many 18-year-olds are in this crowd. And they were. Hmm. 
Well, that's fantastic. Um, those 18-year-olds now are, are in their 40s, and that's that's a great thing. Uh, and uh, that was a great year. That bus going around looking for Rudy was 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 one of the best. And not Rudy, uh, <laughs> our caller from Chicago, but Rudy Boschwitz. Uh, Jerry, this is a great time of the year. Um, you know, if you're a sports fan, you get uh, the opening of baseball this week uh, on Thursday. We got uh, the NCAA's in both uh, hockey and basketball, um, and uh, the NHL playoffs are right around the corner as well. But you're an NCAA guy. Um, this has had an impact on you for years, and um, now we're down to what uh, will be the uh, Final Four by the end of the evening. Um, it, it it means a lot, I think, to have this, it brings a lot of people together, as we've talked about in the past. Well, the, the thing about March Madness, and I think it's the greatest sporting event there is, is that there's always a story, whether it's University of Maryland, Baltimore County, or it's Buffalo, or now it's Loyola, Chicago. Right. And you know, that captures the country's imagination while at the same time you've got the chalk of Duke and Villanova and Kansas saying they're still in it. So, but we all, we all love the underdog. Yeah. Uh, I think that is, it, it gives you the opportunity that anybody on any given day can beat another team. And I think, you know, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, we used to call system area the poor, um, you know, taking on, uh, you know, the Goliath of, uh, of Kentucky or, or UCLA or somebody. And, it, and it's great when, you know, uh, system area of the poor uh, actually wins. Uh, you know, now they're in the final four, as is Loyola, Chicago. And, you know, and, and the whole uh, side angle, uh, side story of uh, Sister Jean, a 98-year-old nun who roots for them and, you know, gets kisses and hugs from the players uh, after the game. You know, that that's just that's just real life, and I think people can appreciate that. And, you know, it brings the sport, I think, a lot closer, to particularly to non-traditional basketball fans. Um, and, you know, it, it uh, it's great. And I think we you see a lot. We talked about this off the air. Um, you know, it's, it's real life today. You see, you know, um, uh, white coaches with African-American wives. Um, you know, something you didn't see 40 years ago. And maybe this is the change and to kind of put a bow on today's show, you know, that things are, are getting better. We've been through some difficult times, and Trump is going to make it even more difficult uh, over the next couple of years, but um, you know, maybe we we're seeing, you know, some of the best of America. Your final thoughts, Jerry? Well, I, I, I've always thought that, that that sports, you know, in many cases, led the way in terms of, of reaching the racial divide, and some of that was nothing but pure business. You know, you got the best players in the state that that are African American and they're playing for your university. You're not winning anymore. So whether you know it was Bear Bryant or or Adolph Rupp finally sort of understand what was going on, it may have been just based on pure economics. But so what? Yeah, and but now people are coming together over mutual love, and I think that's uh, that's a great thing. Um, and um, 
Always a pleasure spending time with you, Jerry Austin, uh, whether we're talking uh, politics, civil rights, sports. It's uh, a true pleasure. Thank you for your uh, time today and um, look forward to, uh, to doing more. And I know you'll, you'll be enjoying the games uh, over the final, uh, final week of the NCAAs. I was multitasking where I was talking to you. Yeah, I figured as much. Thanks so much, Jerry. Have yourself uh, a good rest of the Sunday. Uh, folks, just uh, a little bit of a uh, reminder. If you're 60 Minutes fan, they're going to have a big show tonight, Stormy Daniels and so forth. Um, and, um, of course, uh, pay attention to what is happening with more and more of these students getting active. Very much a very big deal. And it was so great to see them. All right. Um I really, really thank uh, our three uh, young students for coming on today. Uh, Trayvon Smith, uh, Amelia Ryan, and Sarah Rays. Um, keep on fighting, you three. You will lead this country, this state, you know, before you're 30. All right. I want to thank uh, Keith Gostaff, producing this broadcast with help from Sarah Billingsley on the web. Thank you all for listening, for calling all of our guests. Folks, as I say all the time, keep on fighting, and it will work. We saw what happened yesterday in the streets of this country. My name is Jeff Santos, and it's my time to say I gotta go!